It's liberty, and we are going to get our liberty back. The power of one can lead to the power of many. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan, and God bless the United States. Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. You might get a dog bark here in a couple seconds. I heard a growl. Sorry, my dog saw somebody else walking by, so I didn't know if we were going to get interrupted. The life of a dog parent, that's for sure, especially when you have a German Shepherd who just loves everybody. All right, good morning. Let's get started. Uh, let's talk about the governor because I just kind of broke down her press conference uh, that she did the other day. Um, we're going to be releasing a video of my commentary of that. I just finished that. Just kind of hit on some things um, and talk about some of the things that she said. But before I do that, anybody in the Livingston County, a lot of people have been asking when we're coming to Livingston County, we are coming tonight at 6 p.m. at the Livingston County Republican Party Spring Fling Princeton Delegate Roundup Picnic. Holy cow, that's a mouthful. So let me say that again. The Livingston County Republican Party Spring Fling Precinct Delegate Round Up Picnic at 6 p.m. in Schofield Park Rotary Pavilion in Howell, Michigan. In the description um, of this video, you're going to find the RSVP link. So you click on that. That's going to give you all the information. And then if you are local in Livingston County, come out there. I'll be speaking for about 10 minutes, um, but it's a great opportunity to get out and mingle with your fellow Republican patriots. It should be a great time. So Livingston County, I'm coming to your city tonight. I know it's short notice, but we are literally mouth around open fire hydrant right now, trying to suck in all the events, meetings, and fundraising events that we have been doing right now. So let's go into the governor's little presser that she talked about yesterday, which, hey, folks, like I told you on Sunday, when I made that video, um, when the news broke, I literally said, okay, I, I confirmed it as best as I could. But in the back of my mind, I literally was thinking, there's no way that she would have did this. I was thinking like the, the photo was Photoshopped. And if I went on a live and said that it was real, then my credibility would go down. But the more and more research that I did, it, it was proven to be factual. And I was still in disbelief. So when I went on that live and I told you, like, I, I still doubted, I, I truly did. And everything that came out and I, I'm just shocked. I, I really am that she would do this and have the audacity of doing this after she just went through the whole fiasco with going on the podcast and lying to everybody and say she did not leave the state of Michigan only for business in Israel, right? In the two weeks prior to that podcast, she actually flew down on a private jet. Now that we're finding out that she only paid a little over $800 for her ticket and the jet cost $30,000, I think it was, what was released. And so a 501c4 nonprofit um, paid for the rest. Wow. Okay. People always talk about dark money. Well, there you go, folks. Um, but then she lied about it, said she didn't. And then she refused to answer any questions about it on where she got the money. Transparency. That is what we, the people, want. Not lies, not covering up lies, and not to just a couple weeks later get caught violating your own health department's orders that you impose on the health department to impose on we the people. So when that picture came out, I was like, in the, I was sure that it was fake, that it had to be Photoshopped because there's no way that she would have did this. Rules for thee, not for me. Do as I say, not as I do. 
my goodness gracious, it was factual. So she went out with some friends, and I think there was like 12 to 15 friends. Nobody was wearing any mask. Um, and we're going to get into that narrative here in a second because I will call out the clown show when I see that the clown show is happening right in front of our very eyes. And she said a lot of things on her presser yesterday, which we're going to talk about today. Okay. So she went on her press conference and she owned up to it. In the beginning, she did. For the first six seconds of the press conference, when she said, I made a mistake, I'm owning up to it, I recognize it, I was like, finally, some transparency. We have somebody who we elected in the office. Not everybody voted for her, obviously, but she is the elected official. She's not a leader. You have to earn that title, which she has not earned. So she said that. I was like, good. And then she said at the begin at the end of that little statement that it was unintentional. Clown show. I, I can't buy into that, folks. I cannot buy into that statement of being unintentional. Because if you are going to have rules and you are going to hammer on these rules to all of us and all the restaurant owners and business owners and et cetera, if you're an elected leader, if you're an elected official, you better hold yourself to an extreme high standard. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. Those who are free of sin cast the first stone. Everybody's going to make mistakes. And what you do at those times, just own up to it and you apologize. That's fine. But when you don't disclose things just several weeks ago, and then you come on and you don't disclose it, but you try to give yourself a get out of jail free card and say, hey, folks, I had a mistake. I owned up to it. I recognize it now. I'm sorry, but it was unintentional. See, that's what ego will say when you're caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Hey, I didn't mean to put my hand in the cookie jar. It was unintentional. The cookie jar was just there and I just accidentally put it in there and I'm sorry, I made a mistake, I'm owning up to it, but it was unintentional. No, you got caught and you're trying to say that was unintentional because a leader would have did this. So you go out with your, your so-called six number of party, right? Or six people in your party, including you. You go out to a restaurant, you're having fun with old college buddies. I don't know who they are or people that work for you. I don't know who the people are. However, you go out and have a good time and according to her, other people came and they start moving the tables together. So at that time, wouldn't you as a leader say, oh, well, wait, 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 folks. We can't do this. We have to keep these tables apart. We don't want to spread COVID everywhere. We don't want to do that. So, hey, no, no, you stay over there. We're going to socially distance. You're going to have your little party six. We'll scream across the room because oh, you can't scream because you can't sing in church because that spreads COVID. But no, we'll, we'll text when you're at the table six foot away. Right. That's what a leader would do. But she goes along with the party. All right, fine. But to say it was unintentional, I'm calling out clown show. You went out, had a good time, broke your own rules. You got caught. You're owning up to it a little bit, but you're saying it's unintentional. So we're just getting started. So bear with me. So she goes on to say after that, that everybody there was 100% vaccinated. Okay, great. 100% vaccination rate at that party. Did they show you their papers? Did you prove it? Because right now there is a big thing going out with vaccine passports, and which I am totally against. We are not showing anybody our papers and our medical history. However, there are business owners who have now thrown out MIOSA rules, who have thrown out ADA that if you don't prove that you're vaccinated, then you still have to wear the mask and socially distance and everything else. Folks, that's wrong. And so did you have your little party show them your paper or show them their papers? 
because you just made a statement that they were 100% vaccinated. Prove it because you made that statement. Okay. And if they are 100% vaccinated and you really don't care about your own rules, which was funny, the day after they rescinded the old rule and they said now June 1st, there is no limit to table capacity. But if you are running with this, like everybody's 100% vaccinated, there's 15 people. We all had a great time. We had great drinks. Why are you not opening up right now the day after? Right now, day after, open up because according to you, everybody's 100% vaccinated. We're back to normal. So why are you still waiting? Why don't you give these restaurants a break and allow them to make some money over Memorial Day weekend? You know, give us some crumbs, Governor, our fearless leader. Give us some crumbs so we can feed our families. Wow. Do as I say, not as I do. Rules for thee, not for me. Okay, let's go on. So she had a question, which was a great question. Finally, the... Mainstream corporate media are starting to ask questions that need to be answered. They should have asked these questions months ago, but I'm glad we're at least hearing them now a year into this thing. But the question was, hey, are you going to find the restaurant that allowed you guys to have your little party? And she went on to say, no, you know, we we are not going to penalize restaurants who are trying to do what's right. Um, only the ones that flouted are those who put safety at risk. <laughs> Man. So you are really calling out the restaurants who had no choice but to remain open. And you said they flouted it. No, a majority of these people just had to stay open. And then people flocked and then people told on them. They weren't out there celebrating that they were open. They had no choice. And I talked to some of these restaurant owners. I've been around the entire state. And so for you to say that they flouted, they were calling you out. So out of spite, these people did it out of survival. And the over 6,000 small restaurants that have closed down over this past year because of you had no choice, had no choice to do it, folks. And so for her just to call them out and give the restaurant that they broke the rules in, no, that's okay. They didn't mean to. But then you're going to call out the restaurants who flouted it because they were trying to survive and they were putting the safety at risk. Where is the science and data with that? That she continues to say that she's running off the science and data which she's not, because again, let's go off her little narrative just this year. I'm not going to go into this past year of all the narrative changes that she's done, but just this year alone, remember back in January or early February, she said, we're not going to open until we eradicate the virus. And then it switched from eradication of the virus to over 70% fully vaccinated. And she knows that she's not going to reach that number. So now they're just saying, hey, we're just going to slowly open up June 1st and July 1st. And these are the rules we're going to put in place. Unbelievable. Cloud show, folks. Unbelievable. Even though there's restaurants and there's crowds now in the South and other states, there's no COVID hell. The jig is up. We all know this. So for her to say that, it's just, again, political narrative. She has painted herself in a corner. She is the gift that keeps on giving. I will continue to call her out all the way until I debate her on stage where the fireworks will happen because I have a lot of archives and I have a lot of questions and she will not be able to answer those questions. And that's one thing with our campaign right now is we are going to continue to be on the offensive. I don't care about the establishment not wanting our campaign to win. I do not care about the woke left. We are up against the world, but I guarantee you this, folks, if we continue to hammer down, we will be the shock heard around the world because of all of you. It's because of all of you, we're allowed to be able to continue to push this thing forward. It's all of your support. 
So we need to continue to get that support. We need to continue to get you guys to, to jump on, show up at these events, show up at these rallies. And the rally we held this past weekend, to be a year and a half out and to draw almost a 1,000 people, patriotic, the energy, everybody that was there felt the energy, folks. You all did. That's amazing. And that allows we the people are engaged. We the people are excited. So we must continue to move this thing forward together. And that is what we're doing right now. So we need help. We need your support. We need your continued support. So if you haven't already, you can be a monthly member in our campaign. Just go to GarrettForMichigan.com. Go to the membership. You can have different choices, different perks. You're going to get a membership card with the number of member that you are. And so many people are starting to post that now. I, mean, I saw the, 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 the smallest number was number five. I don't know who number one is yet. I haven't seen that one, but that's pretty cool that you can see what number you are as a, a movement member. If you can only donate a little, you know, there's there's uh, opportunities for you to do that on GearForMichigan.com. Make sure that you go there. Do that if you can. If you can't donate, totally cool. You're still part of our movement. Share, comment, like, get our messaging out, talk, right? That's what we need you all to do is we got to continue to get the messaging out. And we're slowly, slowly, surely doing that. Um, over time, folks. And you guys have been hammering down. We appreciate every single one of you, but make sure that you're continuing to spread all of our information and our content. Our team has been amazing right now with content, as you can all see, amazing videos that they're putting out all the time. This is a just an unbelievable experience that we're all a part of. And like I told all of you before, you're not investing into Garrett. You're not investing for Garrett's run for governor or Garrett's campaign. You are investing into your campaign, your run for governor. I am just going to be the expression of all of you as we take our state back and make sure that this never, ever happens again. OK, and one more thing before I get on, because my my campaign staff will be all over me. Make sure that you're getting on our list and making sure that you're texting the word freedom. What a wonderful word. Text the word freedom to thirty three thirty three nine. OK, you do that. It's going to be on our text messaging system. And when you go to GarrettForMichigan.com, you can also give us your email. That's going to allow us to continue to get our messaging out if Facebook takes us down. And I was so happy to see Governor DeSantis in the state of Florida pass a law that if you can prove that you've been censored, you can sue Facebook. That is great. And that's what needs to happen because this guy has been going through censorship this entire past year with getting all of my groups and platforms taken down. So those are the kind of things that we need to do in the state of Michigan, folks, is go after deep tech and make sure they're not censoring our voices because everybody deserves to have their voice be heard. OK, so have a great day. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. God bless these United States. If you're in Livingston County tonight. Come to Livingston County Republican Party Spring Fling Precinct Delegate Roundup Picnic at 6 p.m. Okay, Schofield Park, Rotary Pavilion, Hall, Michigan. Great opportunity to meet me, ask me questions, take pictures with the beautiful family, and we'll continue to move this movement forward because of all of you. I appreciate every single one of you. Have a great day. Until next time, folks, we're going to get it done. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.